This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. When we talk about expanding the ACC, there are fans in our footprint right here that wonder, why not us? East Carolina's got a huge appetite for football. Why not us? Well, as I bring in uh, our friend Stephen Igo from Hoist the Colors, 24-7 Sports, covers the Pirates, uh, I would just say to you, be patient, my friend. Uh, in time, if the ACC is going to add SMU, Cal, and Stanford, East Carolina can't be too far down the pecking order. Uh, as soon as enough schools leave or the ACC decides to get bigger, I assume that ECU will get a call. How you doing, man? Yeah, I think <laughs> for ECU it's almost like you would have to have maybe North Carolina or NC State leave for that to happen. I just don't know if those schools would allow East Carolina in the ACC or the other schools in the conference, five schools in the state of North Carolina as it currently sits. But well, it, who knows, man? It's crazy. I was, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm kind of making fun of the entire situation, but I don't think any of us really know what the next wave of – it's not even expansion, it's probably contraction, is going to look like. And we may be looking at a time where we go totally regional if you're not in the upper, say, 50 schools in college football. But we, we, might, we might be going back 50 years uh, when it comes to what's below the top level. Uh, but that's, a, that's just speculative, and who knows what it's going to look like. You guys uh, have a, a great opportunity uh, and I've already seen the uniforms, white uh, white tops, purple bottoms for the match at the Big House in Ann Arbor. This has to be just a lot of fun heading into it, even though you're going up against a team that is likely going to compete for a national championship. Yeah, I think that's the thing is uh, East Carolina fans are, are excited for the game just because it's something new. ECU and Michigan have never met in football. Yeah, but the reality is, too, he's getting paid $1.8 million to play the game, so it's a nice payday. But you're also, anytime you're getting paid that much money, you're going to be a pretty massive underdog. And when they scheduled this game, Michigan and the Jim Harbaugh era was just getting going. And you knew Michigan would probably be pretty good, but this good, I don't know. I mean, they obviously are one of the teams picked to, to probably make the college football playoff as it stands now. And, and ECU has played good against strong competition in the past. They seem to rise up in these situations. But, you know, doing it against an NC State, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, West Virginia is a little bit different than going on the road in front of 110,000 people and competing <laughs> with a national title contender. 110,000 people in Ann Arbor, Matt. That's, that's, that's where the Big Ten, that's why the Big Ten uh, makes the money that they do because they have, they have alumni bases that are just, you cannot compete with them. Uh, but that is going to be an absolute blast. So uh, let's talk about life after Holt Naylor's and Ehlers, we should point out, who was assigned, who was signed to the Seattle Seahawks practice squad, was also just subsequently released. Uh, and I know this because I follow Stephen Igo. On Twitter, um, so what what is life after Holt Nailers like? It's a great question. I will find out a little bit on Saturday. Although I, I don't know how fair of an evaluation you can make, but it, all signs point to Mason Garcia being starter, and he, he really is the highest rated recruit from a quarterback perspective in, in 
program history during the online recruiting rankings era. He's a four-star kid out of Myrtle Beach. Been with the program now. This is going on four years. He's kind of always been seen as the guy after Holt Nailers, and now this is his time. Now, Alex Flynn, a redshirt junior, has pushed him for the job. But I think Garcia is going to get first crack. He's mobile. He's 6'5", 250. He has all the physical tools. He just needs to go play. He's going to make mistakes. That's going to be the biggest thing. And DC fans have to realize that. they got to be patient with him, even against this tough early schedule. But I think by the end of the year, he could be a really high caliber quarterback. He's got all the tools. It's just a matter of how it all comes together. Now, we've seen him before. It's not his first uh, time you know, under center or in the shotgun for the Pirates. Was it the Navy game? A few yeah. years back where he showed flashes but also made some mistakes? Yeah, so in 2020, uh, his true freshman year, Holt Naylor's, you know, was diagnosed with COVID, and that was right. during the pandemic and everything, so he could not play. So Garcia had to step in really on like four days' notice and start that game. And, you know, there were definite ups and downs, as you would expect. Navy runs a very complex defensive scheme, ton of mixed coverages, that sort of stuff. And um, But he shut off his – athleticism he ran for a bunch of yards that day made some good throws also made some mistakes so you know again that was three years ago he's progressed since then this will be his first start since then we've seen him here and there but Holden has pretty much played all the snaps yeah. meaningful snaps so this will be a big opportunity for him for sure Stephen Igo hoist the colors is joining us here on the Adam Gold show um this is uh, like another step along the way as Mike Houston is trying to rebuild the program. Uh, it might be unfair to compare it to past glory, but you certainly can compare it to where they have been and where they want to be within the American Athletic Conference. So where are the Pirates in this? Re- I don't know if you even know if rebuild is the right way to to say it, but where are they in this return? Well, that's the thing. I think this year we figure out, are they rebuilding or are they reloading? I mean, I I think we'll know midway through the year, kind of get a fair gauge. Now, they do start, again, with Michigan. Then they play Marshall, which was a nine-win team season ago. And then they go to App State. So the the schedule is pretty tough. Mm And it lightens up a little bit after that. So they're going to find out where they stand early. The thing is, being out of practice, being around the team, this team, top to bottom talent-wise, is as deep and as talented as it's ever been. The problem is they're just inexperienced. They don't have a ton of experience, but they've got guys who have been in the program who have been waiting, developing. And so it is more of a true program. They did go out and add some transfers, but it's not like they took 30, 40 transfers and are asking those guys to come in and play. So it's kind of more the old school model. Now you got all these guys who have waited their turn. We'll see if they can step up and there be not too much of a drop-off. And I know the coaches are, are – there's a quiet confidence, I would say, about the, the state of the roster. It's just that outside of Greenville, nobody really knows a lot of these names on this team. Let me ask you about that App State that App State game that's coming up, uh, because I've been. These are the types of things that when I see them on the schedule, I always wonder why isn't this an annual? Um, do you think East Carolina would be interested in this being a regular year in year out occurrence? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete Ruder with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? 
really there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I do. I, I mean, as somebody who covers the team and we talked about the way college football is going, like, I, I, I think these games are, are awesome, man. Like, I mean, even the game in, in Charlotte, in 2021 to kick off that season yeah. the crowd was great uh both fan bases were into it and that was a thursday night game and so like i, I just feel like we got to get back to it not just ecu and app state but just across college football taking advantage of these opportunities you've got two passionate fan bases in this case where it just makes a lot of sense to play the game and i, I know ecu and app have had some discussions to extend the series i would love for it to become an annual series i would love for it be, you know, played week one or at the end of the season every year, kind of make it a, a true robbery like we see so often around college football at times, even though many of the, many of those are unfortunately dying yeah. as we continue to get these crazy conferences. All right, final thing for Stephen Igo, i got about 30 seconds. What is a good season for ECU? I think if you can find a way to get in that six, seven, eight wins, that's a good season. Expectations have been raised, but again, so many unknowns. If you can kind of have a good year this year, return a lot of this roster, which is sophomore, juniors, mm-hmm. more so than seniors, and kind of build towards next year, maybe make a run at a conference title next year, I think that would be ideal. Steven Igo, hoist the colors. Spell colors O-U-R-S. I love that. Uh, appreciate your time. Enjoy uh, the uh, the opener at the big house, and we'll talk to you again, sir. All right, Adam. I appreciate it, man. You got it. Steven Igo. Uh, who, by the way, does a show on uh, 94.3 The Game in Greenville that's on before us. So uh, I wave to them. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.